Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. Hey, Kim. Hey, Carrie. What's going on? Sorry, I was moving my microphone to make sure I sound good enough to play with you. Oh, no question about <laughs> it. That's never a problem. I know that we have a lot to cover. Mm. I'm just going to say that. We have so many conversations, Gary. This okay. is just one more. <laughs> Here we are again, folks. <laughs> now, can I just say out loud for our amazing listeners tuning in, you pressed play. So this one's on you. Let me say that. <laughs> I will not be held responsible for most of these conversations, although the words will come out of my mouth. I have to just put out that into the ethers that I'm not responsible. I'm not responsible for my own voice. How's that, Kim? Well, I don't quite agree, Carrie. <laughs> I think you bring such wisdom to things. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes something, there's some magic that happens and other times it's just blank. Like all of us, we have these, you know. Uh, what, hang on. Kerry normally says peaks and troughs, but it's peaks and valleys, <laughs> isn't it, Kim? <laughs> we don't. Valleys. <laughs> we're not playing with pigs here, people. So anyone that's ever heard me say peaks and troughs, I actually meant peaks and valleys. It's the same thing. It's all words. Words. <laughs> I right, finally Kim. asked you one day about that, Carrie, and I still think that's a hysterical conversation. <laughs> and I don't even know where it came from. I can't explain it. I, I don't know. Was it the farm days? Because we had a lot of water troughs or, but then it doesn't even make any sense, Kim. Like I can't even, <laughs> I can't make sense of it. And did, did someone <laughs> say it and then Carrie adopted it and got it wrong all her life? <laughs> the last 45 years I've been saying it wrong. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I think that's so funny. So Kim, today's conversation is about? I believe it's about bootstrapping. Mm. So Kim, please give us a definition because this one I think could be taken a few different ways. There could be some different angles to this. So what's your definition of bootstrapping? Bootstrapping is when you don't really have the resources to start a business. It's that time when you aren't sure what is going to work, what's not. You're trying things, but you're having to do it on the cheap, I'll call it. You're having to do it on a limited budget, which I must say, Carrie, you know, for anyone who hasn't already listened to your other podcast, Simply Biz Beans, they should go and check that out. Anything financial needs to you know, be mentioned. I'm just going to say that out loud. Anything that you're dealing with money, a limited amount of resources, a limited amount of anything, and you're trying to do it. And a lot of times it's the hard way. I feel like that's the best definition for bootstrapping. So Kim, would the kind of tie into sweat equity where we actually like, you know, invest a lot more time rather than capital cash as, as such? 
I think that that's a great way to look at it, Carrie. I think there's some nuances because sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes Mm -hmm. bootstrapping teaches you something that will help you be able to delegate something or help you be able to do something better. So I want to say out loud, I'm not against bootstrapping. I'm against bootstrapping and making things harder for yourself when you don't have to. So Kim, I think you should grab your bucket and I'll grab my boom gate and let's just take a quick little break. What do you think? Perfect, Carrie. We'll be back in a minute. This podcast is sponsored by Fire Up Groundwork Brigade Mastermind. Are you an entrepreneur who is focused on making an impact? But you haven't figured out how to make an income doing it? We spent years trying to figure out how to do both. And we realized the business adventure is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm Kim White. I'm the founder and fierce leader of the My Sexy Business team. And I'm Kerry Zab, Aussie bucket of swearing sunshine. But not in this podcast. And she's a brilliant entrepreneur, by the way. We both understand how it feels to believe we are the only ones who can't figure things out. So we decided to join forces so we could get in the trenches with you. We lead a very special mastermind group so you can be confident in strategically implementing the right things in the right order so that you too can get the best possible results. We cover a variety of topics based on what you need, including building a business that you own and doesn't own you. We even address things like social media strategy and simple tech solutions. If you would like to meet other entrepreneurs who are living proof of what is possible, come and join us and the link is in the show notes. So what can that look like, Kim? Because this this one, I'm honestly like not confused, but a bit more curious about this because I guess I may have bootstrapped in the past. I, I'm not super familiar with the term. So I kind of, oh, for my own benefit, I'm going to be selfish, guys. So, sorry, sorry. It's, it's just about what I can learn here. You're welcome to tune in too, by the way. Um, so so what, what can that look like, Kim? Well, let me give you a bad example. Sure. Let, let me give you something that happened. And this is, I mean, my first business was over 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. So this is not a only something that in someone brand new would make a mistake like this. Just this last year, I was trying to struggle with, I didn't want to pay, and this is princess confession here. I didn't want to pay more money for Zoom. We already were paying a lot for Zoom and I didn't want to pay a lot more. By holding on and being kind of stubborn in my own way, I cost us a lot of hours And I can tell you when you make decisions based on saving some money and yet you are getting time costs. So it cost me a lot more time to do what I was doing with the Zoom things. And this is, you know, not an advertisement for Zoom. This is not anything except this is just a foolish decision that I made for a while was I was bootstrapping in my own head of not spending the extra money to do what I needed to with the Zoom account. Mm -hmm. So once I did that, once I realized what I was doing, that I was costing myself way more time than necessary, I had to go back and look at it so that I could keep from making that mistake again. And it ended up costing 
drum roll, Carrie, drum roll. It ended up costing probably about $50 a month to do something that saved me somewhere, and this is crazy, but somewhere around 12 to 14 hours a month. So you have to, when you're bootstrapping something, you have to count the cost of time because in 12 to 14 hours a month, I either could have rested or I could have done a lot more business during that time, which would have made way more than $50. Yeah. And I was so worried about spending that, you know, that little bit of money. But I will tell you that the truth behind it is I didn't stop to really count the cost. Mm. I didn't stop to count the cost in dollars and mm-hmm. I didn't stop to count the cost in minutes. Yep. And I think you have to count both when you're bootstrapping or you make not good decisions based on just not slowing down enough to figure out what the cost is. Mm-hmm. Kim, now I get it. Now I actually get it because you know my story of Canva. <laughs> Yes, I do. Carrie. Let me just say that out loud for anyone tuning in that I was battling my Canva subscription because they changed the platform and all the things. And I was how many days out from renewal because I pay annually. I don't normally do that, but I was. And when I sat down and did the maths and worked out that it was $9 <laughs> and I was swapping from a free account to my account and back again and doing all the anyway, wasn't worth the $9, the headache, the heartache, and all the things. So self-confessed bootstrapper over here. (laughs) But Kim, you brought up something super cool in what you just shared because it's that moment in time, I think that maybe a lot of us get to where we reflect. Mm -hmm. It it may not be you come in with that intention, you know, I'm going to bootstrap my way through this. Like I don't think that's in the forefront of our mind, it maybe something happens and we come to a realization to look back and go, ooh, that just happened. Do you reckon? I think it is. I think sometimes we have a underlying attitude Mm. or an underlying belief of Mm -hmm. that if we're going to make it in business, we need to have all the shiny toys. But then we also have that belief of, I don't have enough money to buy all the shiny toys. So I'm going to settle for something less. And sometimes that costs us more than if we would just get the thing we really need. Again, it's about to counting the cost. We're talking about dollars and we're talking about hours Mm. of time. But I also want to talk about one more thing. I want to throw another thing in here and that's the bandwidth. If you're doing something that's super heavy for you to do and you're choosing the hard, don't like you, you have other choices. And before you throw rocks at me for, for saying anything about, you know, you have enough money or time or whatever, we really do. If we will slow down and figure out what those costs are. Mm. I, I think it's the, we do so many things we don't need to do. We do so many things that we see someone else doing and we're afraid we're going to miss out. That fear of missing out FOMO stuff causes us to flail around and run really fast. And then we're not looking at, okay, wait a minute, is this, is this out of place? And I'm going to, 
Ooh, I'm gonna throw some spicy in here if you'll let me, Carrie. Go for it, because I got I got a bit of spice coming back. Don't worry. <laughs> so one of the biggest things that I see around like the the entrepreneurial arena is that people will focus on marketing. They're worried about doing the marketing. So they'll spend money to market something that actually doesn't get them any return. It doesn't get them any money back because they're spending, someone has told them that their problem is marketing when the truth is they don't really have anything to sell or they don't have their clarity where they're getting their message out there. So someone understands how to work with them or, or, you know, what they're doing in their business. And that is heartbreaking when I see that. I see it often because it is something that they're running super fast to market all the things. And then they're really not making any money doing it. And they're, they're, they feel like it's because their marketing's broken. And really it's, they're not slowing down and checking those other things. Well, and Kim, we just spoke about clarity, what, uh, episode number four? So just just a couple of episodes ago. So anyone that's tuning in and want to go back and check that one, because that's there for the taking too. But Kim, I love the spicy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something out to you live and right here, right now. We do need to, in a future episode, speak of the microwave versus the crock pot. I would love to, Carrie. I, I know, I know. I've written it down. Don't worry, it's going on the list. So there's a little teaser for you people. But he, here's another example. And a lot of us talk about being hardaholics. I heard that quote from Justin Guarini. I want to give him credit. Sure. Because I didn't, I had never heard that before. And ever since the first time he said it, I have adopted it. It's like, oh, am I being a hardaholic? Is that what I'm doing? Am, yeah. am I am I taking the hard route when I'm not slowing down to see what the other route might look mm-hmm. like? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kim, my other example of that, and you know this story really well, however, I don't know if I've shared it publicly on a podcast, is when I switched over from WordPress to Kajabi. <laughs> and, and I'm going to say this for the record, Kim, and I'm sure I've shared this with you as well. I had my eyes set on Kajabi years ago. I remember someone else was using it. Someone else mentioned it somewhere in my travels or I saw it or there was an ad or something. And I remember looking at it going, oh, wow, that's pretty fancy. Oh, it looks pretty easy. Oh, my God, it's all it's, it's all right there. How amazing is that? And I, I took one look at the price tag and ran in the other direction. And literally, like, almost put it on my bucket list for one day in business, I'll be able to <laughs> afford that. And it's not that I didn't have the money for it. I didn't see the value in it at the time. I was using WordPress. And, again, this this podcast is not sponsored by Kajabi or WordPress. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, WordPress, I think, is an amazing platform for those that know it and know it really well. And I was learning to know it, but I was learning it for years, Kim. And all the extra plugins and things, like I would spend a weekend to do one page. Um, My time on the weekend especially is a little bit more valuable for the money I was saving versus the money I'm spending now with Kajabi. And anything I want to do on my website now feels effortless, completely worth every single dollar that I'm spending 
Yet back then when I first saw it, I thought it was out of my reach. But that was a mindset of, well, I'll just do it myself, you know, DIY the WordPress and, and get through it. And I'm sure there's others out there that have got a different, you know, web builder that they're plugging in something else to it and connecting this and bringing in all the different pieces to get some form of automation and synchronization and trying to make their life better. That's what I used to do. But it was hard. It was really, really hard. And I tell you right now, I love building websites and I get really like into the whole nerd space of doing that. But if you said to me, oh, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm building a web page. It wasn't with excitement. Trust me, yeah. there wasn't that perk that I just gave in my voice. It was, I've got to build a web page. Like it was like dreading doing that as much as I loved it. There was a love hate there at the same time. So I'm getting it, Kim. I'm getting it. And I want to say, Carrie, I didn't know you were going to bring that up, like that story. I do know that story from you, but I didn't know you were going to bring that up. In full transparency, Kajabi is the only thing that I am an affiliate for. I believe in Kajabi so much because we've used it for us and so many clients. I understand the difference between what you're talking about also, because I had the other also. And when you're looking at something and using Kajabi as an example, if you account the cost of all the different tools, all the different times that it takes to connect all the things, all of that, you may find out something Kajabi or something else, whatever, whatever for you, but you may find out that costs less time costs less money when you count the real cost of it. Because if you have an email capture and you're playing, paying for that platform, you're paying for all the different plugins, you're playing for all of that stuff versus you're, you've got it all already connected in Kajabi. I, I just think that that's another great example of do you want to do it hard because you're not looking at the time it takes, you're not looking at the bandwidth because you have to learn stuff. Kajabi is super easy, you know, user-friendly. Other platforms I know of, I I hate them because they're not user-friendly. So these are some of the things that you have to think about bootstrapping. Is bootstrapping actually costing you business? Is bootstrapping something that you've got it in your head, I'm going to save money by doing it this this other way. Well, if you have to learn a platform and you have to learn how to do something and you, you are using something that's not user-friendly, that's a great example of not a good thing to bootstrap. Bootstrap the things that, you know, that maybe you can't afford it yet. And maybe you have to slow down and figure that out. But how much money can you make in something, you know, doing your business, how much money can you make in four hours instead of spending four hours learning how to put together the, you know, whatever the piece is on your website or whatever the tech is, whatever. There's just so many things, so many different things. And Kim, you know, I love my numbers mm -hmm. and you can imagine, and I think I shared with you at the time what I did to compare Word, WordPress to Kajabi and, and making that shift. It, there was an increase in price. I'm not going to lie. 
However, mm. it was probably in the vicinity, I've just done some quick maths over here now, about $80 a week. So if I'm not spending every weekend trying to work out a platform that isn't so user-friendly, I'm sure that's worth $80 a week. Like if someone said, <laughs> if, if someone said to me, you can have the weekend off for $80, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. I would, and and <laughs> and yes, self-confessed, complete, uh, completely addicted to being an entrepreneur. No, I don't take the weekend off. However, I'm not working on my website. Let me just tell you that I am doing other things <laughs> that are progressing my business. And sorry, people, that was eighty dollars a month, not a week. And your website's beautiful, Carrie. You know, and and here's the thing: if if somebody's going to come and they're going to pay you to do business with you. You, you do need a website. You do need the, the tools to do business. You need to make sure you're sending out emails and connecting with people. You do need to do those things. But there's just this, this intense thing that I feel like is contagious. I'm going to run really fast. I'm going to make more money if I run really fast. And the opposite is normally true. If you will slow down and count all of the cost of time, bandwidth, and money, and then make good choices from that. And I'm not saying that everyone, let me like make this comment too. I am not saying that everyone should be on Kajabi. I think there's a lot of people who are trying to bootstrap that would benefit from from being on Kajabi or benefit from being on Canva or benefit mm -hmm. from the way we do Zoom or benefit from. And so don't take what we're saying is this is, these are just examples, real living proof, mm -hmm. live examples from our lives and our businesses where we had to stop and say, wait a minute, mm -hmm. $9 versus how many hours were you struggling? $50 a month for the Zoom thing I needed. And how many hours was that? I mean, I, Carrie, I know you're like I am. We get paid a lot of money per hour. Yeah. So just doing a reverse of it, mm -hmm. would I, would I pay someone $50 to get 12 hours back? Sign me up, like yeah. sign me up to get 12 hours back in my month. And here I was struggling to, to think that that was what I should do because I didn't slow down and and figure out what it was really going to cost me. Mm. And I think, Kim, one of the key takeaways from this conversation is there is so much automation in the world. There's heavyweight tools. There's lightweight tools. There's so many different tools. It's, it's a minefield of trying to work out what is going to suit us. And sometimes even this is where I've fallen into the trap multiple times, We've got to kind of try before we buy. Sometimes something presents, you know, you see these beautiful demo videos and you get all starry-eyed because, oh, it's going to create this magical world and take hours of time off my plate. And they don't always work like that. And sometimes mm -hmm. they don't quite deliver what we expect. And maybe we, you know, didn't dive in deep enough to find out all the things. But I think technology is one of the biggest things in this conversation as, as we've highlighted because we're all learning. Mm -hmm. We're all learning. So, Kim, from your example from Zoom, my ridiculous example of Canva for $9, like that's actually embarrassing. I shouldn't even be admitting to that, but I will. And, <laughs> you know, looking at the tools that you use that can save you time, 
I dug my heels in by being on Photoshop forever. And Canva had been out for a very long time. I'd seen it multiple times. Multiple people had recommended it. And I'm sitting over here going like, what do you mean Canva? I, I use I use Photoshop, you know, like, and I, I had a bit of attitude about it. Like, you know, I pay for the Adobe suite. I got my stuff together and I'd found Spark, which was better for, you know, social media. And I'm sitting over here thinking I'm all that in a bag of chips, you know, with, and it was, and when I started Canva, I was like, get out of town. <laughs> and now when I come across another graphic designer that is like I was, I get it. I do understand. However, my brain just can't help but go, oh, please use Canva. Please use Canva. Yeah. Because then you can share it with me and we've both got it and we can, you know, play together. <laughs> and like, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it, but I was guilty of it as well. So let us be very clear about this, except for the the transparent part that I, I am an affiliate for Kajabi. We are not affiliates for any of these things we're mentioning. We're oh, no. telling true stories. Yeah. And I didn't know you were going to tell that story, Carrie. It mm-hmm. totally fits, but mm-hmm. I didn't know you were going to tell that story. So I, I just want to make sure everybody on here knows we're not selling anything no. of these platforms for you. Now, Kajabi, I will tell you I'm in love with and, love their customer service, love all their things. So I, but I want to be transparent about the fact that like that's part of what we actually do. Mm-hmm. However, all of these other things we're mentioning are things we learned the hard way. Yeah. We, we learned to, to not be so stubborn or so hard headed and try to think we were really bootstrapping something, saving money when the reality <laughs> was we were costing ourselves a lot of money. Because if you will flip that, how much money can you make and how much money can you make in 12 hours of doing your business? Mm-hmm. What can you do in 12 hours to create money versus paying out whatever that dollars is, which mine was the 50, mm-hmm. but that's, I make way more than $4 an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have to slow down and do the, do the math, look at the time, look at the bandwidth, your bandwidth matters because if you're exhausted, you're not doing your business well. So these are things, these are just all things to consider. And we're not here to preach at you. We're here to share that we're, we're still, even after all these decades for us, Mm -hmm. we're still on this journey of evolving. And my Zoom story, just to be very, very transparent, my Zoom story happened last year. That wasn't something that happened, you know, 30 or 40 years ago. That happened last year. I was that hard-headed for a minute. So we evolve. We evolve. Mm-hmm. And Kim, my my $9 canvas story was October. So what, what are we in now? Like... <laughs> We're we're in we're in February and and like not like five months ago, Kerry was still being you know a little bit bit silly in the head, but that's what happens, you know. It's yeah. and and I'm glad you said that too, Kim, because we are not here to preach and we're not here mm. to tell you to go and buy this and do that and you know all those mm-hmm. things. We're literally having these conversations to help from our living examples. And I'm not even going to say that that's it. I will never do that again because I guarantee you it is popping up again. You know, like it, it will happen and I will sit there going, hang on a minute, what am I doing? What? Why? Why, Kerry? Why? Like that, that's a real thing. 
Well, let's just be very um, transparent again. I'm sure I will too. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's one of those, it, but it's back to that. It's still back to the slowing down and really counting the cost. Yeah. Boot, bootstrapping can cost you more than you really can afford to pay mm. if you're not careful. Well, Kim, we better bug out of here because we, we've got to head on over to our next meeting. As you do when you record a podcast, you got something else to get to. And I'm sure the <laughs> listener has to get on with their day. So, Kim... This has been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie. I always love our conversations. <laughs> Me too. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Kim and Carrie in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes. And they can't wait to chat with you next week. Mm-hmm.